Hare Krishna everyone. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. The Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita has a very special place in um, our canon. Um, when Srinivasacharya and Narottam Das Thakur and Shamananda Pandit <clears throat> were ordered by Jiva Goswami to take the books of the six Goswamis um, to Bengal under the order of Janavi Mata, Janava Mata, the uh, consort of Lord Nityananda, because the devotees uh, were feeling so much separation from Lord Chaitanya, they couldn't keep their themselves in their bodies. Sukhshe gave the order to Jiva Goswami, just please send whatever you've got. So they packed the books in a big trunk and took it on a bullet cart, first traveling Sankirtan party, book distribution party. And they packed it in such a way as the Chaitanya, Chaitanya, Chaitanya Charitamrita was on the bottom to protect it. And it was stolen on the way. Uh, the king of Vishnupur uh, was a head of a dacoit ring. And uh, he had this mystic astrologer who would tell them when there was some treasure coming through his territory. <clears throat> and so sure enough, when the devotees were going through that territory, the mystic astrologer told the king of Vishnupur that the, the greatest treasure is now available. So they went and stole it. Later, Srinivasacharya went there and, and, and preached in the court of the king, gave discourses. And his preaching was so sweet and so powerful that the king, his heart changed. And in the course of the conversation, he found out that he was on the party that had the trunk stolen. And so he, his heart melted. And plus he had already seen that it were just books. So he took him to the, to the trunk. And when they opened the trunk, the Chaitanya Charitamrita was on the top. Of course, it could be that they just you know, unloaded and loaded it back up again and put the CC on the top. But still, uh, it was kind of an indication of the position of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Anyway, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said this about the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita in a poetic uh, glorification. In course of Maha, in, cor in due course, Maha Pralaya, devastating floods, will inundate the entire universe. If you, if you attempt to survive by swimming in that deluge, then do not neglect to take hold of Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, and Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. Or if you cannot hold all three, then release Bhagavad Gita. If necessary, you may also relinquish Srimad Bhagavatam. But under no circumstances, release your hold on Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, 
For if this one book remains, then the flood can do no actual damage, because after it is subsided, the message of Shastra can be revived from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita alone, it being the essence of all Shastra. Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Advaita Chanda Jai Gaura Bhakta Vinda Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Advaita Chanda Jai Gaura Bhakta Vinda Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gorda Bhakta Vinda Okay, we've reached the 13th verse of the 12th chapter of Paridila and this is uh, discussing the uh, devotees of Advaita Acharya the one of the two main branches of the Chaitanya tree, Nityananda Prabhu being the other branch, other main branch. And of course, Lord Chaitanya is the trunk, and at the same time, he's the branches, and he, he's, he's everything. Um, and we just heard a very intense uh, description of how it was that the six sons of Advaita Acharya, three of them, went the right way and three of them went the wrong way which is very illustrative and it's happened before in our history of our Sampradaya that um, even though a person's born of a exalted Vaishnava uh, he doesn't necessarily uh, go the right way this is to illustrate that this material world is a dangerous place and no matter how fortunate you are, what a good birth you have, if you, if you listen to the Mayavad philosophy, uh, you can become uh, <clears throat> diverted from the actual uh, path of devotion, pure devotional service. Okay, we're on text 13. A big branch of Advaita Acharya was his son, Achyutananda. From the beginning of his life, he engaged in the service of the lotus feet of Lord Chaitanya. Text 14 When Achyutananda heard from his father that Keshava Bharati was the spiritual master of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he was very unhappy. Text 15 He told his father, Your instruction that Keshava Bharati is the spiritual master of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will spoil the entire country. This boy, little boy, Text 16 Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the spiritual master of the 14 worlds but you say that someone else is his spiritual master this is not supported by any revealed scripture 17 when Advaita Acharya heard this statement from his 5 year old son Achyutananda he felt great satisfaction because of his conclusive judgment Purport. Commenting on verses 13 through 17, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur gives an extensive description of the, of the descendants of Advaita Acharya. The Chaitanya Bhagavat, Anchakanda, 
chapter 1, states that Achyutananda was the eldest son of Advaita Acharya. The Sanskrit book Advaita Charita states, Advaita Acharya Prabhu had three sons who were devotees of Lord Chaitanya. Their names were Achyuta, Krishna, Krishna Mishra, and Gopal Das. And they were all born from the womb of his wife, Sita Devi. Advaita Acharya also had three more sons, whose names were Balaram, Sarup, and Jagadish. Thus there were six sons of Advaita Acharya. Among the six sons, three were strict followers of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and of these three, Achyutananda was the eldest. Advaita Prabhu married in the beginning of the 15th century, Shikabda, late 15th century AD. When Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to visit the village of Ramakali while going from Jagannath Puri to Vrindavan during the Shikabda years 1433 and 1434, AD 1511 and 1512, Achyutananda was only five years old. The Chaitanya Bhagavat, Antakanda, fourth chapter, describes Achyutananda at that time as Pancha Varsha Vayasa Madura Digambara, only five years old and standing naked. Therefore, it is to be concluded that Uchutananda was born sometime in the year 1428, A.D. 1506. Before the birth of Achyutananda, Advaita wife Sita Devi came to see Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at his birth. Thus, it is not possible that she had the other three sons by Advaita within the 21 years between 1407 and 1428, Shakabda, A.D. 1486 and 1507. In an unauthorized book of the name Sita Dvaita Charita, Sita Dvaita Charita, published in Bengali, in the unauthorized newspaper Nityananda Dayani in 1792, Shakabda AD, Shakabda, AD 1870. It is mentioned that Achyutananda was a class friend of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. According to the Chaitanya Bhagavat, this statement is not at all valid. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted the renounced order of sannyas in the year 1431, Shakabda A.D. 1509, he came to the house of Advaita Prabhu at Shantipur. At that time, as stated in Chaitanya Bhagavat, Antikanda, Chapter 1, Achyutananda was only three years old. The Chaitanya Bhagavat further states that the naked child, the son of Advaita Prabhu, immediately came and fell down at the lotus feet of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The Lord immediately took him on his lap although he was not very clean, <laughs> having dust all over his body. Lord Chaitanya said, My dear Achuta, Advaita Acharya is my father, and thus we are brothers. <clears throat> Before Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu exhibited his spiritual forms during his residence at Nabadweep, he asked Sri Ramapandit, Srivast Thakur's brother, to go to Shantipur and bring back Advaita Acharya. Achyutananda joined his father at that time. It is said, Advaita Tanaya 
Achyutananda Nam Parama Balaka Seho Kandi Aviram Achyutananda also joined in crying in transcendental bliss. Again, when Lord, when Lord Chaitanya beat Advaita Acharya for explaining Srimad Bhagavatam from an impersonalist viewpoint opposed to the principles of Bhakti Yoga, Achyutananda was also present. Therefore, all these incidents must have occurred only two or three years before Lord Chaitanya accepted Nisanya's order. As mentioned above, in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, Antyakanda chapter 1, it is stated that Achyutananda, the son of Advaita Acharya, offered his obeisances to the Lord. Therefore, it should be concluded that from the very beginning of his life, Achyutananda was a great devotee of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There is no information that Achyutananda ever married, but he is described as the big, biggest branch of the Advaita Acharya family. From a book named Shaka Nirnayamrita, Shaka Nirnayamrita, it is understood that Achyutananda was a disciple of Gadadhar Pandit and that he took shelter of Lord Chaitanya in Jagannath Puri and engaged in devotional service. The, Chaita, the Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Lila, Chapter 10, states that Achyutananda, the son of Advaita Acharya, lived in Jagannath Puri, taking shelter of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Gadadhar Pandit, in the last years of his life, also lived with Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at Jagannath Puri. There is no doubt, therefore, that Achyutananda was a disciple of Pandit Gadadhar. In the accounts of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's dancing in front of the car, during the Rathyatra festival, Achyutananda's name is to be found many times. It is stated that in the party of Advaita Acharya, it is stated that in the party of Advaita Acharya from Shantipur, Achyutananda was dancing and others were singing. At that time, the boy was only six years old. Text 87 of the Gauraganudesh Deepika compiled by Sri Kavikarnapur, describes Achyutananda as a disciple of Gadadhar Pandit and a great and dear devotee of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. According to the opinion of some, he was an incarnation of Kartikeya, the son of Lord Shiva, and according to others, he was formerly the gopi named Achyuta. The Garaganadesha Deepika 88 supports both these opinions. Another book, Narottam Vilas, compiled by Sri Naraharita Das, mentions Ajutananda's presence during the festival at Ketari. According to Sri Narahari Das, during the last days of his life, Ajutananda stayed in his house at Shantipur. But during the presence of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he lived at Jagannath Puri with Gadadhar Pandit. Text 18. <clears throat> Krishna Misha was a son of Advaita Acharya. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu always sat in his heart. Purport Of the six sons of Advaita Acharya, three, Achyutananda, Krishna Misha, and Gopal Das, lived faithfully in the service of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu 
Since Chachutananda did not accept a wife, he had no issue. The second son of Advaita Acharya, Krishna Mishra, had two sons, Raghunath Chakravarti and Dola Govinda. The descendants of Raghunath still live in Shantipur in the neighborhoods of the modern Gopal Pada, Ganakara, Brijapura, and Kumarakali. I'll read that again to make sure it's clear. The descendants of Raghunath still live in Shantipur in the neighborhoods of Marangopal Pada, Ganakara, Brijapur, and Kumarakali. Dolagovinda had three sons named Chanda, Kandarpa, and Gopinath. The descendants of Kandarpa live in Malda in the village Jikabari. Gopinath had three sons, Sri Balaba, Pranabalaba, and Keshava. The descendants of Sri Balaba live in the villages known as Mashiyadara, <coughs> Mahishadera, Damakadiya, and Chandipur. There is a genealogical table for the family of Sri Balaba, beginning from his eldest son, Ganga Naraya. The descendants of Sri Balaba's youngest son, Ramagopal, still live, still live in Damukhadiya, Chandipur, and Sholamari, and so on. The descendants of Pranabalaba and Keshava live in Utali, Utali. The son of Pranabalaba was Ratneshwara, and his son was Krishnarama, whose, whose, whose youngest son was Lakshmi Narayana. His son was Navakishore, and Navakishore's second son was Ramamohan, whose eldest son was Jagabandhu, and whose third son, Virachandra, accepted the sannyas order and established the deity of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at in Katwa. These two sons of Ramamohan were known as Badaprabhu and Chotaprabhu, and they inaugurated the circumambulation of Nabadweep Dham. One may refer to the Vaishnava Manjusha for the complete genealogical table of Advaita Prabhu in the line of Krishna Mishra. Text 19. Sri Gopal was another son of Sri Advaita Acharya Prabhu. Now just hear about his characteristics, for they are all very wonderful. Purport. As mentioned above, Sri Gopal was one of the three devoted sons of Advaita Acharya. He is further described in the Madhya of Chaitanya Charitamrita, chapter 12, texts 143 through 149. Text 20. When Lord Chaitanya personally cleansed the Gundicha Mandir in Jagannath Puri, Gopal danced in front of the Lord with great love and happiness. Purport The Gundicha Mandir is situated in Jagannath Puri, and every year Jagannath Baladabhadra and Subhadra come there from the Jagannath temple to stay for eight days. When Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu lived at Jagannath Puri, every year he personally cleansed this temple with his principal devotees. The Gundicha Marjana chapter 
of Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya 12, describes this vividly. Text 21 While Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Advaita Prabhu chanted the Hare Krishna mantra and danced, there were various ecstatic symptoms in their bodies, and their minds were very pleased. Text 22 while all of them danced, Gopal, dancing and dancing, fainted and fell to the ground, unconscious. 23. Advaita Acharya Prabhu became very unhappy. Taking his son in his lap, he began to chant the Nushinga Mantra for his protection. 24. Advaita Acharya chanted various mantras, but Gopal did not come to consciousness. Thus all the Vaishnavas present cried in sorrow, at his plight. Text 25 Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then put his hand on the chest of Gopal and told him, My dear Gopal, get up and chant the holy name of the Lord. Text 26 When he heard this sound and felt the touch of the Lord, Gopal immediately got up and all the Vaishnavas chanted the Hare Krishna mantra, Mahamantra, in jubilation. Text 27 the other sons of Advaita Acharya were Sri Balaram, Sarupa, and Jagadish. Purport. The Sanskrit book Advaita Charita states that Balaram, Sarupa, and Jagadish were the fourth, fifth, and sixth sons of Advaita Acharya. Therefore, Sri Advaita Acharya had six sons, Balaram, Sarupa, and Jagadish being Smartas, or Mayavadis, were rejected by Vaishnava society. Sometimes Mayavadis pose themselves as Vaishnavas or worshippers of Lord Vishnu, but actually they do not believe in Lord Vishnu as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, for they consider demigods like Lord Shiva, Durga, the Sun God and Ganesh equal to Him. They are generally known as Pancho Pasaka Smartas and one should not count them among the Vaishnavas. Balaram had three wives and nine sons. The youngest son of his first wife was known as Madhusudana Goswami. He took the title Bhattacharya and accepted the path of the Smarta or Mayavad philosophy. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati notes, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur notes that the son of Goswami Bhattacharya, Sri Radharamana Goswami Bhattacharya, refused the title of Goswami because it is generally meant for sannyasis, those who have taken the renounced order of life. One who is still in family life should not misuse the title Goswami. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur did not recognize the caste Goswamis because they were not in the line of the six Goswamis in the renounced order who were direct disciples of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, namely Srila Rupa Goswami, Srila Sanatan Goswami, Srila Bhattaragonath Goswami, Sri Gopal Bhatta Goswami, Sri Jiva Goswami, and Srila Raghunath Das Goswami. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said that the Grihasta Ashram, or the status of family life, is a sort of concession for sense gratification. Therefore, a grihasta 
should not falsely adopt the title Goswami. The ISKCON movement has never conferred the title Goswami upon a householder. Although all the sannyasis we have initiated in ISKCON are young, we have awarded them the titles of the renounced order of life, Swami and Goswami, because they have completely dedicated, get dedicated their lives to preach the cult of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur mentions that not only do the householder caste Goswamis disrespect the title Goswami, but also, following the principles of the Smarta, Raghunandana, they exhibit great foolishness by burning a straw image <coughs> of a Dvaita Acharya in a Shraddha ceremony, <laughs> thus acting like Rakshasas and disrespecting the Hari Bhakti Vilas, which is the guide for Vaishnavas. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur says that sometimes these smarta caste Goswamis write books on Vaishnava philosophy or commentaries on the original scriptures, but that a pure devotee should cautiously avoid reading them. Text 28 Advaita Acharya's very confidential servant named Kamalakanta Vishwas knew all the dealings of Advaita Acharya. Purport The name Kamalananda mentioned in Adi Leela 10.149 and the name Kamalakanta mentioned in the Madhya Leela 10.94 both refer to the same man. Kamalakanta, a very confidential servant of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, born in a Brahmana family, engaged in the service of Sri Advaita Acharya as his secretary. When Paramananda Puri went from Nabadweep to Jagannath Puri, he took Kamalakanta Vishwas with him, and they both went to see Lord Chaitanya at Jagannath Puri. It is mentioned in the Madhulila. 10.94 that one of the devotees of Lord Chaitanya the Brahmana Kamalakanta went with Paramananda Puri to Jagannath Puri. Text 29 When Kamalakanta Vishwas was in Jagannath Puri he sent a note through someone to Maharaj Prataparudra. Text 30 No one knew of that note but somehow or other it reached the hands of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. <laughs> Oops. Text 31. That note established Advaita Acharya as an incarnation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. 32. But it also mentioned that Advaita Acharya had recently incurred a debt of about 300 rupees that Kamalakantu Vishwas wanted to liquidate. Text 33. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became unhappy upon reading the note, although his face still shone as brightly as the moon. Thus smiling, he spoke as follows. Text 34 He has established Advaita Acharya as an incarnation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. There is nothing wrong with this, for he is indeed the Lord himself. Text 35 but he has made the incarnation of Godhead a poverty-stricken beggar. Therefore, I shall punish him in order to correct him. Purport To describe a man as an incarnation of God, or Narayana, 
and at the same time present him as poverty-stricken is contradictory, and it is the greatest offense. The Mayavadi philosophers engaged in the missionary work of um, the Mayavadi philosophers engaged in the missionary work of spoiling the Vedic culture by preaching that everyone is God, describe a poverty-stricken man as Daridra Narayana, or poor Narayana. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu never accepted such foolish and unauthorized ideas. He strictly warned, Mayabadi Bhasya Shunile Haya Sarvanash. Anyone who follows the principles of Mayabad philosophy is certainly doomed. Such a fool needs to be reformed by punishment. Although it is contradictory to say that the Supreme Personality of Godhead or His Incarnation is poverty-stricken, we find in the revealed scriptures that when the Lord incarnated as Vamana, He begged some land from Bali Maharaj. Everyone knows, however, that Vamana was not, an all, not at all poverty-stricken. His begging for Maharaj Bali was a device to favor him. When Maharaj Bali actually gave the land, Vamanadeva exhibited his all-powerful position by covering the three worlds with three steps. One should not accept the so-called Daridra Narayanas as incarnations because they are completely unable to show the opulence of the genuine incarnations of God. Text 36 the Lord ordered Govinda, from, day on, from today on, do not allow that Maulya Kamalakanta Vishwas to come here. Purport. The Maulyas or Baulas are one of 13 unauthorized sects that pass as followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The Lord ordered Govinda, his personal assistant, not to allow Kamalakanta Vishwas to come into his presence because he had become a Baulya. Thus, although the Baulya Sampradaya, Aula Sampradaya, Aula Sampradaya, and Sahaja Sampradaya, as well as the Smartas, Jata Gosani, Gosais, Ativadis, Chudadaris, and Golanganagaris, claim to be belong to the disciplic succession of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Lord actually rejected them. Text 37. When Kamalakanta Vishwas heard about this punishment by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he was very unhappy. But when Advaita Prabhu heard about this, he was greatly pleased. Purport In the Bhagavad Gita 9.29, the Lord says, Samoham Sarabhuteshu Nami Dveshostina Priyaha I envy no one, nor am I partial to anyone. I am equal to all. The Supreme Personality of Godhead being equal to everyone. No one can be his enemy, nor can anyone be his friend. Since everyone is a part of the, of the Son of the Supreme Personality, since everyone is a part or son of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Lord cannot be partial and regards someone as a friend and someone as an enemy. One second, please. Thank you. <clears throat> thus, <clears throat> thus, when Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu punished Kamalakanta Vishwash 
by no longer allowing him to come into his presence. All the punishment was actually, although the punishment was actually very hard on him, Sri Advaita Prabhu, understanding the inner meaning of such punishment, was happy because he appreciated that the Lord had actually favored Kamalakanta Vishwas. Therefore, he was not at all unhappy. Devotees should always be happy with the dealings of their master, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. A devotee may be put into difficulty or opulence, but he should accept, but he should accept both as gifts of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and jubilantly engage in the service of the Lord in all circumstances. Text 38 Seeing Kamalakanta Vishwash unhappy, Advaita Acharya Prabhu told him, You are greatly fortunate to have been punished by the Supreme Lord, the Personality of Godhead, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Purport This is an, this is an authoritative judgment by Sri Advaita Prabhu. He clearly advises that one should not be unhappy when, when reverses come upon him by the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. A devotee should always be happy to receive the fortune awarded him by the Supreme Lord, which seems pleasant or unpleasant according to one's judgment. 39. Formerly, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu always respected me as his senior, but I did not like, like such respect. Therefore, my mind, being afflicted with, by unhappiness, I made a plan. Text 40. Thus I expounded the Yoga Vashishta, which considers liberation the ultimate goal of life. For this the Lord became angry at me and treated me with apparent disrespect. Purport. There is a book of the name Yoga Vashishta that Mayavadis greatly favor because it is full of impersonal misunderstandings regarding the Supreme Personality of Godhead with no touch of Vaishnavism. Factually, all Vaishnavas should avoid this such a book. But Advaita Acharya Prabhu, wanting punishment from the Lord, began to support the impersonal statements of the Yoga Vashishta. Thus Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became extremely angry at him and seemingly treated him disrespectfully. Text 41 When chastised by Lord Chaitanya, I was very happy to receive a punishment similar to that awarded Sri Mukunda. Purport Sri Mukunda, a great friend and associate of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, used to visit many places where people were against the Vaishnava cult. When Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to know of this, he punished Mukunda, forbidding him to see him again. Although Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was soft like a flower, he was also strict like a thunderbolt, and everyone was afraid to allow Mukunda to come again into the presence of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mukunda, therefore, being very sorry, asked his friends whether he would one day be allowed to see Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. When the devotees brought this inquiry to Lord Chaitanya, the Lord replied, Mukunda will get permission to see me after many millions of years. When they gave this information to Mukunda, he danced with jubilation. 
And when Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard that Mukunda was so patiently waiting to meet him after millions of years, he immediately asked him to return. There is a statement about this punishment of Mukunda in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, Madhyakanda, 10th chapter, text 42. A similar punishment was awarded to Mother Shachi Devi. Who could be more fortunate than she to receive such punishment? Purport. Mother Shachi Devi was similarly punished, as mentioned in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, Madhyakanda, chapter 22. Mother Shachi Devi, apparently showing her feminine nature, accused the Dvaita Prabhu of encouraging her son to become a sannyasi. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, taking this accusation as an offense, asked Shachidevi to touch the lotus feet of Advaita Acharya to mitigate the offense she had supposedly committed. Text 43 After pacifying Kamalakanta Vishwas in this way, Sri Advaita Acharya Prabhu went to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Text 44 Advaita Acharya told Lord Chaitanya, I cannot understand your transcendental pastimes. You have shown more favor to Kamalakanta than you generally show to me. Text 45 The favor you have shown Kamalakanta is so great that even to me you have never shown such favor. What offense have I committed at your lotus feet so as not to be shown such favor? Purport there is a reference to Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's former punishment of Advaita Acharya. When Advaita Acharya Prabhu was reading Yoga Vashishta, Lord Chaitanya Prabhu beat him, but he never told him not to come into his presence. But Kamalakanta was punished with the order never to come into the Lord's presence. Therefore, Sri Advaita Acharya Prabhu wanted to impress upon Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that he had shown more favor to Kamalakanta Vishwas because he had prohibited Kamalakanta from seeing him, whereas he had not done so to Advaita Acharya. Therefore, the favor shown Kamalakanta Vishwas was greater than, sh than that shown uh, to Advaita Acharya. Hearing this, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu laughed with satisfaction and immediately called. Kamalakanta Vishwas. Text 47. Advaita Acharya then said to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Why have you called back this man and allowed him to see you? He has cheated me in two ways. 48. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard this, his mind was satisfied. Only they could understand each other's minds. 49. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructed Kamalakanta, You are a balya, one who does not know, know things as they are. Why do you act in this way? Why do you invade the privacy of Advaita Acharya and damage, damage his religious principles? Purport Kamalakanta Vishwas, out of, out of his ignorance, asked the king of Jagannath, Puri, Maharaj Prataparudra, to liquidate the 300 rupee debt of Advaita Acharya, but at the same time he established Advaita Acharya as an incarnation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is contradictory. 
an incarnation of the Supreme Godhead, cannot be indebted to anyone in this material world. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is never satisfied by such a contradiction, which is technically called rasa-basa, or overlapping of one humor, rasa, with another. This is the same type of idea as the contradiction that Narayana is poverty-stricken, Daridra Narayana. Text 50 Advaita Acharya, my spiritual master, should never accept charity from rich men or kings, because if a spiritual master accepts money or, or, or grains from such materialists, his mind becomes polluted. Purport It is very risky to accept money or food from materialistic persons, for such acceptance pollutes the mind of the charity's recipient. According to the Vedic system, one should give charity to sannyasis and brahmanas, because one who thus gives charity becomes free from, from sinful react activities. Formerly, therefore, brahmanas would not accept charity from a person unless he were very pious. Formerly, therefore, brahmanas would not accept charity from a person unless he were very pious. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave this instruction for all spiritual masters. Materialistic persons who are not inclined to give up their sinful activities like illicit sex, intoxication, gambling and meat-eating sometimes want to become our disciples but unlike professional spiritual masters who accept disciples regardless of their condition, Vaishnavas do not accept such cheap disciples. One must at least agree to abide by the rules and regulations for a disciple before a Vaishnava Acharya can accept him. In fact, a Vaishnava should not even accept charity or food from persons who do not follow the rules and regulations of the Vaishnava principles. 51. When one's mind is polluted, it is very difficult to remember Krishna. And when remembrance of Krishna is hampered, One's life is unproductive. Purport A devotee should always be alert, keeping his mind in a sanguine state so that he can always remember Lord Sri Krishna. The Shastras state, Smartavya Satatam Vishnu. In devotional life, one should always remember Lord Vishnu. Srila Shukadev Goswami also advised Maharaj Prikshit Smartavyo Nityashak in the second canto, first chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam, Chukadev Goswami advised Parikshit Maharaj, Tasmat Bharata Sarvatma Bhagavan Ishwaro Harihi Shotavya Kirtitavyascha Smartavyas Chitatabhayam. O descendant of King Bharat, One who desires to be free from the miseries, O descendant of King Bharat, one who desires to be free from all miseries, must hear about, glorify, and also remember the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the Supersoul, the Controller, and the Savior from all miseries. Bhagavatam 2.15 This is the summary of all the activities of a Vaishnava. 
and, and the same instruction is repeated here. Krishna Smriti Vinunhaya Nishpala Jivana. Srila Rupa Goswami states in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Avyarta Kalatvam. Avyarta Kalatvam. A Vaishnava must be very alert not to waste even a second of his valuable lifetime. This is a symptom of a Vaishnava. But association with pounds and shillings men or Vishayis, materialists, who are simply interested in sense gratification, pollutes one's mind and hampers such continuous remembrance of Lord Krishna. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore advised, Asat Sangha Tyag, a Vaishnava Achar. A Vaishnava should behave in such a way as to never associate with non-devotees or materialists. C.C. Madhya 22. 87. One can avoid such association simply by always remembering Krishna within his heart. What's not to like? What's not to do? Just remember Krishna within our hearts. Text 52. Thus, one becomes unpopular in the eyes of the people in general for this damages his religiosity and fame. A Vaishnava, especially one who acts as a spiritual master, must not act in such a way. One should always be conscious of this fact. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave this instruction to Kamalakanta, all present considers it, considered it to be meant for everyone. Thus Advaita Acharya was greatly pleased. Only Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could understand the intentions of Advaita Acharya. And Advaita Acharya appreciated the grave instruction of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In this statement, there are many confidential considerations. I do not write of them all, fearing an unnecessary increase in the volume of this book. And I'll stop the reading today. Hare Krishna. <coughs> Vaisheshika Prabhu says Hare Krishna. Vaisheshika Prabhu, Hare Krishna. We miss you too much. There's something from Gopal Roy Prabhu. Haribo Gopal Roy. Says, Dear Maharaj, in regards to the chastisement of Kamalakanta Vishwas, Lord Chaitanya seemed unhappy that Kamalakanta wanted to absolve Advaita Prabhu's debt, not taking into account that Advaita Gosai is the Supreme Personality of Godhead Himself. Often I find myself in a type of anxiety in regards to getting enough funds and facility for Gornitai, the temple deities, and their Sankirtan movement. Is this because I have a lack of faith in the Supreme Personality of Godhead? How no, I that's completely different. 
you don't think that the Lord is Dharidra or poor just because you want to give him something that is your devotional service. You want to make things as opulent as possible. The difference, it's a difference. Kamala Kantra was thinking that Advaita Acharya uh, had uh, was in debt to Maharaj Prataparudra and therefore he asked Maharaj Prataparudra to resolve the debt. So he wrote a note that said that Advaita Acharya was an incarnation of Mahavishnu at the same time asking to absolve this debt. So that's the point. There's a contradiction there and yes, we do have to be very careful in our dealings. Whatever we say, whatever we do in relationship with the Lord should be very careful. But it's not the same as praying for facilities to increase the Krishna consciousness movement by making the deities very beautiful and to serve the deities by making the deities very beautiful. That's not the same thing. That's the Lord, mercy upon you, giving you service. That's all. He says, thank you for always being so available to the devotees every day. Hare Krishna. You all are making me available to you, so Hare Krishna. Here I am out in the middle of nowhere, locked down and, you know, self-isolated, and you're my link to reality. Hare Krishna. He says, thank you, Maharaj. Maribo. From Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna Gopakanya Devi Dasi. She says, Dear Maharaj, thanks, thank you for your loving and beautiful offering to my Gurudev, Sri Bhakti Chiru Swami. Oh, Hare Krishna. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. If anything I can do, please, any service I can render to help relieve you from this the burden of grief, please let me know. Hare Krishna. She says, because of the physical separation of my Gurudev, I am in great grief and could not follow the live readings of yours, but I am sharing and listening and watching all clips in my own times. These readings of Srila Prabhupada's books of you have become my life and soul. Thank you again, dear Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Oh, Hare Krishna. <clears throat> you just made my day and made my life. <clears throat> This is my heartfelt desire <coughs> to serve the Vaishnavas, to make them happy. So if I can give you some relief from your feeling of separation like this, actually it's a fact that your, your Guru Maharaj was very, very attached to hearing about Krishna. And when you're following his instruction and becoming attached to hearing about Krishna, you are not only pleasing him, but you are associating with him through his bani. We are 43, 43, 43 years away from our trauma of having Prabhupada leave, leave us. Our lives became uh, 
vacant, actually. If one doesn't feel like that, then there's something wrong in his devotional service. But your Guru Maharaj, my dear friend, Bhakti Churu Swami Maharaj, will fill up that void, believe me. Just keep serving him. Just keep doing what you know he wants you to do. Keep hearing from him and following his advice and instructions. And in that way you live with him. There's no doubt. No doubt. Once Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, it, it was, excuse me, it was Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur's disappearance day, or appearance day, I can't remember which. And Srila Prabhupada was on his way to Mayapur, and he had the driver slow down right, at, right where Bhakti Siddhanta's samadhi is, on his way to Mayapur, and he offered his obeisances. And there was a brahmachari who noted this and went to the senior people of the Mat and started to criticize. Are we still on it? Back on. Huh? Yeah. I don't know if it did all that, but... That was well done. Uh, sorry for the little interruption. It wasn't an interruption. Vaishashikabhu just called me, and I'm going to cut short my daily readings in order to uh, return his call and find out what he wants to talk about because it may be pretty important. So anybody who offered a, a reflection or question that I didn't get to, please forgive me tonight and we'll take note of it and, uh, and, and try to answer them tomorrow. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai Samabeda Bhakta Vinda Ki Jai Gaura Premanandi Hari Hari Bo We'll see you tomorrow night Krishna willing same time, same place, same station Hari Krishna, Hari Bo